2017, a crack Namsoft unit formed a supergroup to create the most immersive Vietnam experience. These men promptly escaped from the normal pickup gameplay to the Milsim Underground. Today, still wanted by the community, they survive as producers of fortune. If you have interest, if no one else does it right, and if you can come correct, maybe you can join the Bay Team. What's up, everyone? This is Liam from Broken Hour Events, and you're listening to the Bay Podcast, episode number 25. With me tonight, we have Joe Sullyman in person. Say what's up, Joe. Live from Hackensack, it's Deuce Man. All right, we got Ferrucci on the phone. Say what's up, Ferrucci. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Also on the phone, we have CJ. Say what's up, CJ. What's up, all? All right, so let's start this podcast by talking about the Battle of Mets, which was our World War II event last week at Zulu. Now, everyone on this podcast, other than me, did not go, so I will give a quick review about it. I thought the the event went really well. It flowed pretty well. Um, the numbers were, were decent for being in the middle of January, with uh, coronavirus going on in World War II, we had about eh, like 20-something people. Uh, it was good. It was good. I think it was a good build-up and help, you know, will help us get prepared for our bigger immersive event in October. Um, I think a lot of the guys who did go to that event showed interest in going to the event in October, but I don't know if they're going to... Once they realize what this event's all about, they may not want to go or they may not be interested anymore because it's going to be an immersive overnighter. I don't know. It's not for everybody. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, it's going to be tough because, like, the World War II crowd, I feel like, is just getting built back up. So we really don't know, like, if they're going to be down for what we what we have, you know? Yeah. I think the major issue is, uh, period, correct, cold weather gear. Uh, I mean, by cold weather, I mean sleep here. Is going to be a big hindrance for people. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was my concern. Um, that's why we're. I was trying to do it as early as possible in October, so it's not too cold. So I figure you can sleep with a Zeltbahn if you're a German, or just a wool blanket as the GI and be okay, as long as it's not raining. We're not doing it in tents, right? No. no. I was planning on just sleeping in holes. In the holes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, plus I don't want to get into getting a uh, World War II era tents unless, unless we just use the GP medium and the GP smalls and stuff. Yeah. How, how hard are they, how hard are those World War II tents to find? I mean, they're not hard to find, they're just expensive. They're expensive and, I mean, we don't have much room. We have, I mean, I think between us now we have almost over, t- over 10 tents just for Bay alone. Right. I have six of them in my house. Right. right. And then Mike has one. CJ has one. I have one. Darius has one. So that is ten right there. God damn. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. If, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do it. I think we got to start somewhat small with the World War Two stuff. I mean, like CJ said, we're trying to re like rebuild the the market in the community for it. Um, I just don't think he's like I said. I don't know. If it, like we may be like spinning our wheels and people may not be interested in doing a, an overnight uh world war ii airsoft event we'll find out yeah 
That's exactly it. People might not might not like the immersive side of it. They, you know, if they can't just be retarded airsofters. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, like I said, the 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 group that was at Zulu, it was a mix. I think a lot of guys just they like they just want to play airsoft, and they have somewhat of a roller through kit. And then you have other guys who like want that immersive airsoft. So we'll we'll you know we'll hopefully we'll, we'll attract those guys and they will want to come. But like I said, the, the field at Zulu was cool. They they um, improved a few things. They added like a Connex box castle kind of thing. It was pretty cool. Very noisy with all the hobnails from the German boots. It was just like a bing, bing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we plan to use Zulu a lot this year. So um, we'll, you know, we'll get into that in the next conversation. But yeah, overall, I would say Battle of Mets was probably our second best event that we ran. Compared to the one we ran, we want the one we ran last oh, year. No, we we ran at Zulu also. It was, I think it was the first oh, World War Two event. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, the one in March. What was it called? It wasn't a market uh, garden we did last year. Yeah, what? we did it in March last year. Um, I can't think of the name right now. Yeah, yes, it yes, it was market garden or yeah, I think it was market garden. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was yeah, that was good. That was a good event. All right, so yeah, that was quick. We'll move on to the 2021 lineup. Basically, it's our lineup from the you know the late winter to the summer, which is like our big event, and then we'll get into the fall at another date when I just have more dates lined up. Um, so let's start with our first event of the year. Technically, was the event last week, but that was really scheduled for. December and we just postponed it due to weather. Um, this the originally the original scheduled event to start the year off for for us was uh, Steelcock Five, the memes of Fenrir, March twentieth at Zulu twenty four. So so as Roman put it, it was he said it was the the greatest crossover uh, airsoft event in recent time or something like that. So, because we we're, were kind of combining Steel Cog and the Fangs of Fenrir and, you know, putting this event uh, together. If that's any clue to, the, to anybody who's a Ragnarok fan, no, we are not doing a Ragnarok event this year. Uh, it's just nothing on the table as of right now. So, we're taking the Fangs lore. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, take, we're, taking the, we're taking the Fangs lore and we're going to put them into the Steel Cog world. And see how that goes. And we'll also we'll also throw uh, memes in there because it's going to be the start of the uh, great meme war. We might have some throwbacks to the original fangs though too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bigger and better throwbacks. <laughs> My head hurts already just thinking. About if you it. know, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some of those guys don't want to know. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's like our that's probably like in terms of scale and people. Like, I mean, just people alone, that's going to be our biggest event of the year, probably. Um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it, because I think it's, it's, at the end of the day, it is a fun series. Uh, CJ, I remembered your name. You're actually, aren't you? Oh, fuck. I remembered your name. What? What the hell is your, what the hell is your thing again? What, what's your faction? Weren't you formerly known as Pistol Panther? He is. Rudy in the banana hammocks. He is. <laughs> no, he is Pistol Panther. <laughs> fuck that. It was just we. It was like Wolfhound 
Milshit group or something like that? Yeah, yeah, you're the Wolfhound Milshit group, yep. Is that what it is, Wolfhound? Yep. Yeah. I believe it's Wolfhound. Yeah, Wolfhound, yeah, Wolfhound. <laughs> yeah, so Wolfhound is a tan team. So if you're going on that, please wear tan. If you're going to be green, sign up for Sosa or Sons of the Silent Age. And Just so you know, tan is like a light brown. Yes. Multi-cam is considered... There's armbands involved, so it's, you can't, you know, you can't make excuses for shooting each other, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, we're gonna, we are probably going to go right armbands, like red armbands and blue armbands or whatever. Yeah, but. no, no, I, I, you know, I know with, uh, well, Wolfhound, it's going to be red armbands, and then so you get the blue armbands. Yes, yes. But if you're on tan, you wear green, you get shot, don't bitch about it, because you're an idiot. <laughs> 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 All and right. Flannel. So when it gets closer to that event, we'll, we will talk about it. The next event really isn't an airsoft game that we're running as Bay, but it's the Metro Expo. That is in April, April 3rd. That's also going to be at Zulu. That event got canceled last year, so I'm really excited to uh, do it this year because the last few of them have been pretty fun. Um, that was an event that I started with um, Ian from Anchor and Star and John Van Ness from Bravo 6. We were just like, hey, let's like do an expo at Cookies, and we just took it off from there. So we, we did Cookies, we did OTP, and now we're doing Zulu. Uh, we've already got registrations for that pretty quick. Like I, I believe we already have six confirmed booths, which is in, it's only been posted since... But it's only what, three days old, proposed? I think one day old. One day old. One yeah. full day old, yeah. So that should be cool. I think everyone's chomping at the bit to get out there, so hopefully the, the coronavirus stuff subsides and then we can... Uh, everyone have... You know, everyone in the... In the in the region showcases their stuff like you know we'll have vendors producers uh fields hopefully come down so that would be fun uh, i i believe what i i believe the, the initial plan for bay is that we're going to use sully's truck as our backdrop and i was thinking we, we built an awning off oh, the truck yeah. off the truck so then we have like that's our tent yeah so we have like this, the, the truck behind and then our tent will be over there i think that'd be pretty fucking cool yeah we're so, I got canvas for it. Yeah. So we yeah, I don't even think we need the pop tents, the pop up tents. We'll no. just do the truck and the yeah. So that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I think uh I think Casey's even planning to go. My uh my dog will be there, so we'll have like a whole you know, whole family affair. So fun for the whole family. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, that'll be that'll that'll be in April. We'll uh give more details as time progresses. Also in April, which is another event that's not really an airsoft event, it's the FIT training, the FARP infantry training, April 27th. That's going to be at the Long Island Museum of Armor in Bethpage, New York. It's out on Long Island. The grounds are fucking awesome. Like, I grew up on Long Island, so like that was like the field trip to go to. Not even the, the Armory Museum, but the, the uh, old village there. They have like an old 1800s village. And we'll have access to that. We can do training. You know, we'll be doing like patrols uh, through the the woods out there, and there's roads and stuff. So the grounds are awesome. Plus, like you're sleeping over at a museum, and the price is amazing. It's only thirty five bucks, and that includes a t shirt. So the best advice I can give you right now is to sign up now. Sign up as soon as you can. You finish listening to this, or as as you're listening to this podcast, sign up for that event. It's on our website. Um, because you just need to get your t-shirt made, you know, everyone will have a custom t-shirt with their last name on the back. So, uh, 
I know CJ, you, CJ and Ferrucci, they went to the one what we did two years ago because we didn't get one done last year. But um, like you guys thought it was helpful, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, no matter if you're like a novice or you know you've been doing this forever, it was definitely a good refresher or or it's good. It's a great learning experience. Um, you know, Bear and Jim do a great job. I mean, it's it's. You, you have to go. If you don't go, I'm, yeah, I don't, you're just an idiot. And that's the thing oh, is, yeah, even, yeah. Even, go ahead, Fruchi. No, I was going to say, it's a good way to, you know, uh, well, obviously what he said, you know, it's a great learning experience, but it's also a good way to gain chemistry with, I guess, newer players. Even if you're an experienced player like CJ or somebody, and, you you know, he's introduced to, you know, younger, newer, you know, fresher players who aren't as familiar, at least they can get acquainted with, you know, with him or, or myself or whatever. Right. And, and like you said, once, you know, June and, you know, when August come by, at least we recognize those faces and be like, okay, I know what this, you know, person can do, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, that's all I got to say about that. You know, it just, that's what I'm looking towards it. You know, at least uh, I'm, I'm excited for the newer faces that, you know, want to take their airsoft, ex- not even airsoft, but just, you know, reenacting experience to another level to really, you know, know the proper procedures of how to, you know, be in a, you know, Vietnam era squad you know yeah. in platoon so and uh, Paul, even that with your like first you were talking about like the new guys i still think this is useful for the old guys too just you know, just as much you know uh, as talked about before you know i'm, I'm looking towards it as well i, I want to refresh and just you know, like you said and then also get reacquainted with uh you know like i said some stuff that you know i need to dust up on and um, you know, and just like I said, just being, you know, being playing with you guys again, that's just, that's just, that's going to add some, you know, add some, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, it, it's just going to be great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just looking towards seeing everyone and, you know, and especially, you know, adding that hype, you know, when, when it is already April and we'll, and we're only four, you know, at that time, four months away from uh, Oregon Trail, it, it's going to be incredible. I yeah. mean, especially what went on last year. So agreed, man. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, so then moving on to May. Um, right now we have nothing concrete. There's a lot of there are a lot of other producers like booking up events and stuff like that. So we're trying to like make room for us to go to those events and just not give too much, you know, put too much out there for everybody at the same time. So it'll either be a World War II event, a smaller Vietnam event we may do, or we may just do like a like a, a simple modern event, maybe Steel Cog Six. I don't know. Um, that stay tuned for that. We will do something in May because we don't want to waste that month. We do want to get out there. We do want to run an event. So uh, stay tuned for that. June and July are a little weird for us. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a top super top secret joint event being in the works. I don't want to. I don't want to disclose who with just yet until we you know finalize. Uh, you know, the location and all that stuff, but it will be a Vietnam event. I just, that's all the detail I can give right now. That's, that's just the teaser I have for you guys. So if you listen to this podcast, I guess you can say that's a benefit of listening. That There is a, a joint Bay unannounced, uh, seek top secret producer out there that we are, uh, teaming up with to do a kick-ass Vietnam era event. So if that event happens, Vietnam fellas, Go ahead. Sorry, CJ. Go ahead. Book your flights now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it will be in Vietnam. That. If that event happens, then the Battle of Duck Lap, which is our Mike Force event, which is a great event, 
that will happen uh, in July, and it'll happen in early July to make room for you know Indian country. So like they're not like a week apart or the same weekend. It'll be like a few weekend, you know, a few weeks between each other. Um, but that can change. That potentially could just be the event that we do in June. Uh, that has to be like I said. There's a lot of little kinks that we have to work out, and you know, this year's 2020 is crazy. Seems like 2021 is gonna, you know, 2021 is just gonna be just as crazy. Um, so stand by for that. So after all these events that all of us have been su suffering through, because I think everyone everyone's on the same boat here, right? Like everyone's suffering until August. Is that fair to say, guys? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all, yeah. Oh, I'm suffering right now. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's I. Jones, man. Yeah. I know you gotta be hey, man. man. I'll come on, man. man. You got. Come on, man. I need some Oregon Trail, man. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I yeah. need my fix, man. You got an Oregon Trail, man. I'll suck your dick, man. <laughs> well then. Oh yeah, of course. Fruit oh, like, oh yeah, he'll oblige. Okay. So anyway, anyways. Yeah, August uh, 12th or possibly the 10th and 11th for some of our hardcore O's uh, will be, you know, at Tolcom, Oregon Trail, Operation Don Sin 22-6, which is our big Vietnam era event. It's the event of the year for all of us on base staff. Hopefully for all you fucking assholes listening on the podcast. But we love you. But we love you. Uh -huh. We appreciate you guys. But, um... That's the big event. That's that's our four to five day event. Um, I don't know. Anybody have anything to talk about that? I mean, there's not much to say other than like this. That's our event. That's our Super Bowl. That's our World Cup final. It's gonna be even yeah. better than last year. I think so. Yeah. Like it's if shit. you missed it last year, like sign up now. Make sure you get it on, and get take the time off of work and and do it. Because if you missed it, you're just gonna keep missing it, and it's gonna suck for you because it's amazing the best event anywhere bigger than the vietnam war <laughs> and, well here okay so i mean we'll, we'll talk about this a little later but i just want to like point out too or make this try to nail this in to everyone's head that we may and most likely are going to cap the event so that said Sign up. So guys who wait every year, they we appreciate you guys coming, but you wait to the last minute. I don't want you to be shit out of luck because we capped the event because you waited until August 1st to sign up. Sign up now. If you know you like this event, you go in every single one, every single year. You know eight months away from now. It's literally eight months as of this recording. That come, like, sign up now. Register now. Plus, the tickets are cheaper. The... It's, I still think they're almost like $25 off. So register now. Yeah. Crickets? To what he said. Crickets, okay. Another facet of Oregon Trail is that we are adding more vehicles to the convoy. Yeah. To the, to the Bay Motor Pool. So we're, we're currently in, in uh, the process of repairing the deuce. She's still running good. Don't yeah, you know, don't just driving around. That's just uh, preventative maintenance. Yeah, preventative maintenance. Think PCMS. Do PCMS. Right. So we uh, posted the Sully Deuce Fund. No, the Sully Deuce Maintenance, maintenance Fund. Fund. Yeah. Uh, we already raised a couple of uh, hundred bucks, which is nice. Uh, and that's only been live for a day. Yeah. So uh, 
we really appreciate it. Like last year, we had a, we raised up almost like a grand for for uh, the initial maintenance of you know the initial yeah, the repairs. Initial um, this time around, we actually were offering like uh, some. Gifts when you order, like, you know, if you, you do like a $20 tier, it's a sticker. $30 was a mug. A mug yeah. Then $50 was it's either the t-shirt or the poster. Yeah. The mugs look fucking great, too. Yeah, the mug is actually the the bridge plate of the deuce. And we have a star on there. And we have a couple of, like, little things that were stenciled on to Sully's deuce that we figured we'd put on the mug. And uh, that seems to, be, seems to be a popular item. We've, yeah. we've had a few it, guys. It turned out really, really well. Yeah. I actually got to order one myself. Man, I have to get yeah. one as well. Yeah. The poster looks uh, amazing as well. I put a lot of work into that poster. I took a lot of pictures for that poster. Yes. <laughs> a lot of reference photos. I'm actually working on... I'm hoping... I'm actually hoping to get... Um, I got another piece of artwork coming out. We can talk about that since uh, it's been kind of a slow month anyway. We really have much to talk about. But I'm working on um, a coming correct comic book starring Private Farbucci. And it'll, it'll be like, you know, we'll have probably like a 16-page comic book. Um, I haven't really priced it out yet, but it'll, you know, be anywhere from like 15 to 20 bucks. And it'll, you know, it'll, I mean, it'll be a one-of-a-kind thing. That, you know, if it's stupid, then don't buy it. But if it's cool, um, buy it. Buy it. Yeah. Should help you, you know, should cover, uh, you know, like your uniform, your helmet, boots, rifles, uh -huh. and all that kind of stuff. Starring your favorite uh, Farb, Private Farbucci. Uh -huh. It's not even like a gimmick thing. It actually it helps. It, it actually will help. Yeah, remind you to shave and that kind of shit. Uh huh. All right. So getting ready for Oregon Trail, guys. Like, what's your number one advice that you can say for getting ready for Oregon Trail, other than just registering early? Drinking water. Drinking water. Okay, but starting now. Like, let's say you're like, all right, man. I I registered. I came correct. I know I'm coming correct with all my uniform. What else can you? Get rock march, rock march, rock march. Like start rocking now, you mean? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's not a bad idea. You know, get used to it. Ease into it though. Like, yeah. You know, just go on walks and everything, and then yeah. uh, start loading up a rock. Yeah. Or wear a, uh, I know some of those fitness guys that looks like a forty mic mic. Shackle, yeah, they put uh, thing. It's they got put a stones bunch of steel beads in it. Yeah. Or lead weights. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a diver's vest kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Just get conditioned for. Uh, uh, strenuous physical activity. Definitely. What about you, CJ? Take your time off of work now. Okay. Like, take it off. Take the whole fucking week off. Take everything. Take the Monday off after. Take the, take the Monday take the off. Take the month off. Recovery. Yeah. That's you did last yeah, year. Take the month yeah, off. I did do that. I took two months off last yeah. year. Yeah. I didn't recover, man. Yeah. What about you, Ferrucci? <laughs> nah, just. Just, yeah, just take the time off because, you know, you want to be there for the full thing. You, you don't, you know, every day is a new adventure and every day it's, it's 1960s. Yes. Thank, thank you, CJ. Uh, welcome. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably the same vein as uh, with the water. I'd say prepare yourself with the MREs, you know, the Pedialyte, because you're definitely, you know, like you said, strenuous activities, whether it's at night or in, you know, in the day. You know, you're not going to just be sleeping on your cot all day. You but Ferrucci, wait, wait, time uh, out a second. Paint chips, buddy. I'm talking about right now, not a week, uh, right the week now? of. I'm talking about right now. You just signed up for Oregon Trail. What can you do to get ready for it? 
Okay. Um, I would double check all the. I mean, even if you did come correct, double check all your gear. Make sure you have everything necessary. Even now, check your check your you know Foot Locker and everything. You have all the necessary gear, BBs, you know, frag grenades. But see, you that's know, what I'm saying. Sure. That is, if you have a Foot Locker, so maybe it's like uh, I, I get something to organize your shit. Yes, uh, you know, keep yourself organized for the next couple of months because you don't. I mean. Whatever's happening in your life, just make sure you have everything set. Though I mean, I, I, I know I can only speak for myself, but you know I have my my Foot Locker yeah. organized. Make sure I have all the necessary items. I mean, even now, I know you said a week ahead. You know, I, I want to talk about MREs. Even then, I, I'll still buy MREs months ahead of time, so I don't have to worry about buying anything at the last minute. All right. Um, all right. So, so, all right. so, so like, I want to like kind of tie into what you were saying, Frucci's. My advice is to double up on specific things. So double up on ponchos. Double up yep. on a uniform now. Like canteens. Canteens. Yep. And, and, and by doubling up on canteens, that doesn't mean two. That means four canteens. I say six. Yep. Yeah. Six, yeah. Six, six on your, well, four on your rock. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like small Get stuff like that will help. For around camp. Uh-huh. Say, it, uh, say it again, CJ. Get the shit you need around camp. Like get a water cooler. Get... You know, a cooler. Yeah, get a mermite. Yeah, get get shit that that is gonna help you along the weekend and help you survive and not make you look like you got a Walmart bag under your freaking cot. Yeah. To add on that, I would advise against the mermites and actual like support gear because a grunt wouldn't have that. I would just recommend OG canvas bags if you. Sea uh, not a sea bag, or just a duffel bag, the yeah. old army duffel bag. Highly recommend those. Or yes. if you can get your hands on one, Aviator's flight bag. Uh, yes. It's an easier duffel bag. I like mine. I actually used one as a sea bag because uh, it's a hell of a lot easier. It's got a zipper on it. Uh, I think I have two extras if people need them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's definitely stuff that you can. I mean, one of the key things is a cot. Yes, we spend a lot of time in the bush, even sleep out overnight. But, like, you want something to, to A, kind of stake your claim in the, in the bunk, in the in the bunkhouse, in the tent, in the, the squad bay. So having a cot is good. Gives you a surface to kind of lay your shit out. Extra poncho liner to lay down in front of your cot so you're not stepping out onto the grass yes. every morning. Yep. Uh, or a piece, a, of, or a piece of canvas or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, definitely get a cot. Uh, I think you'll thank me. Because guys who, I feel like guys who sleep on the floor, or, you know, on the ground, even when we come back from patrol and everyone's like, all right, what do we do? And I'll be like, all right, you guys got three hours to like rest. You're going to want like an hour or two to have a nice comfy sleeping uh, sesh. And then we'll come, you know, then we'll like, call everyone up and round, round them up. So like, It's good for your back too because it cradles you. Yes. It lines everything. Yes. So, um, I mean, that's just like, I mean, we're, we're starting the cycle because like... Probably every episode we're going to talk about Oregon Trail, so I really want to like start now, and we'll and and that means starting getting prepared, and we'll start nagging you for what you guys should be uh, getting, you know. And as far as the foot lockers go, highly recommend the foot lockers because it makes it that much easier whenever you do show up to the event, and when you do get dropped off, or if you drive in, all you have to do is unload a couple gallons of water, and then the foot locker, and you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, think think about it. Like, you really should have what? Maybe four items at most. Think about it. Okay, think about it. Foot locker. Yep. Cot. And a chair. Duffel bag, chair. 
and your rifle is in your duffel bag. I don't even. I don't even have the duffel. I don't even bring a duffel bag. Everything just goes right to the footlocker. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you know what I mean. Like instead of like a gun bag, I was oh, saying. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. Like, like even like me. Like of all the shit I bring. Uh. I try to make it like all big items, like like you said, Sully. Like I got, I'll have like my duffel bag and my Footlocker. It's all. It's not like just like little little pieces of, of shit everywhere. It's all in one piece. Oh, yeah. So when I pack up, it's all already go. I mean, that's just common sense. But and then if you guys are having hard times finding some Footlockers, I'm gonna try and have some uh, reproductions made by yours truly at the event for uh, pretty much at market price. There you go. Yeah, we'll you know it's you know we'll start doing um like pre-orders on the website and uh, taking orders at the expo and, and yeah, fit sure. training and stuff. We'll start like I really want the expo to be like uh almost like a little bay market. I know, like think about it, like save you probably yeah. have stuff. I'm hoping to have some stuff that I made uh like CJ. I'm sure you have a whole bunch of stuff that you want to move like surplus yeah. stuff. So like I really I think the I think the bay tent this year be more of a vendor tent than a informational tent i mean it'll be informational regardless oh, yeah. if we were you know if we had a tent or not but i'm saying like the bay tent this year at the expo will definitely be a more of a sales oriented uh spot but so yeah definitely like we're this is now this discussion that we were just talking about is like assuming that you have all the stuff you need for Oregon you already came correct last year, but yeah. you want to come more correct. Yes, yes. And we'll we'll hold everyone's hand that is new, because we do have a lot of new guys this year. Uh, throughout the year, uh, in the next podcast, and, and you know, in future ones, we will be uh, helping the new guys more. So, with that said, let's move on to the next item, which is the EMG M16A1, which was... It's getting a lot of discussion... Oh, it's E1. M16E1. XM16E1. That's not how they brand it. It's not how it's branded. That, well, that's what I want to go. I want to talk oh, about how it's branded, branded so you can find oh, okay. it. Okay, okay. like how you, how you yeah, can find yeah. it on the... So it's... it's If you search EMG M16A1 on Evike, this rifle will come up. A lot of people have been talking about it. A lot of people have been purchasing it, inclu- including myself and, and Sully. Uh, we got them in. I got it as a, as a backup to my, my, uh, my GMP. But I, I personally think it looks good. Sully's going to go through, like, what's wrong with it or what's right with it um, and his overall score and, and is it correct enough or not or is it a piece of shit. So, Sully, you want to go through your uh, little spiel here, bud? Oh, yeah. All right. So, looking at it right now, uh, right off the top, uh, it is or it does have the correct upper. So it's not an A2 upper. I know I've seen uh, a lot of guys try and bring A2 uppers in. So it is an actual M16 A1 or 601 upper. Uh, Not a 601, a 603 upper. Uh, So it does have the forward assist. Uh, Does not have a brass deflector on it. Uh, Let's see. The barrel is the correct lightweight pencil barrel all the way through. Profile is correct. It has a three-prong flash hider. So it's marketed as an A1, but... The closest it resembles is an XM16E1. So mm-hmm. three-prong, uh, it has a slab side lower as opposed to, or correction, partial fence on the lower. Uh, so your front uh, takedown pin on the top of the lower receiver, uh, you have your partial fence there. does not have the uh, magazine uh, release fence on it, so that's correct for an E1. 
you have your non-reinforced front takedown pivot uh, point, uh, which is also correct. Uh, you have the correct, um, shoot, I forget what they called it back then, but what now is known as the delta ring uh, is the, or the correct delta ring on it. Um, standard uh, triangle grips. Uh, it's an AEG, so it's cheaper. Uh, you have pretty much mostly correct your um, your pistol grip on it. It's wider because it is an AEG, so it's not the, the uh, slim profile like a real one. Um, it is missing the... Actually, eh, yeah, we'll go ahead and go into the inaccuracies with it then. Uh, inaccuracies on your... Uh, uh, your front sight post. It does have forge flashings on it. Uh, so that is incorrect for an E1. Uh, your ejection port dust cover. It is the later style. Uh, I think if that's an A1 style or an A2 style. It, it has the uh, elongated uh, re uh, retention uh, plate on it. Uh, so that is incorrect. Uh, your uh, on your non-selector side, so on the ejection side of the uh, lower, you do have say auto safe and semi uh, markings on there, which is incorrect. And then you also have a notched fire selector, which is also incorrect. Uh, on the uh, on the trade side, your trades you do have full trades on it, but it is. Uh, it's very fine. It's not uh, bold like the originals were. Uh, you do have the cor the correct fire selector on this side, though. Uh, it's not the correct fire selector, but on your actual selector side, uh, it is. It does look the part. Uh, you, and then the biggest thing about this is that it does. It's a bastardized lower. So from the trigger group forward, the lower is fine. From the trigger group, so actually aft, or to the rear of the fire selector, your, um, where the buffer tube actually screws in uh, to the lower, it's an A2, re it's a A2 style reinforced uh, lower. So that is incorrect for Vietnam, but I, I can see why they did it is because it's all pop metal anyway, so I'd imagine. Dude, everyone's M16. If it's gonna break, it's it gonna breaks break there. right there. It breaks there. So. Exactly. So I think that was smart on their uh, on their right. design. A lot of the things that, that are, are somewhat incorrect are somewhat of the, are because of limitations that it's an airsoft rifle. Correct. And then it's also missing your rear drain hole as well uh, on the lower. But like I said, it's where the uh, where where the uh, the reinforcement is. Right. Uh, so it's not that bad and then on your butt stock you actually do have a D style stock well it's and it looks like an A2 style stock but I don't have my uh, an A1 or a tape measure to actually measure the length of it but it does look good and you do have the D style swivel on it so I think this is the only one on the yeah, the GMP doesn't have it yeah the WEs don't have it either no. yeah it's a uh, a two style. On that. I don't even think I don't even think my classic army has it. Uh, 
has it. I, I gotta think about it. Yeah, my old one did yeah, have it. Yeah, so it does have the correct D-style swivel on it, which is nice. And then it also has the full rubber uh, butt plate on it as well, with no trap door. Hmm. So that is correct for a uh, for an E1. So what would you give your score? Uh, I'd give it... Uh, so this is just on looks. Uh, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and like think of it this way: eight out of ten isn't bad, considering the fact that cl there's no classic army rifles out there, and there's no GMP rifles out there right now. Correct. So this is this is fortunately, but unfortunately, the best rifle for Nam right now. Ten foot rule. I'd say I'd give it a nine. Yeah. Just because of the coloration issue on your barrel group and your front sight post. That's it. Yeah. Uh, front sight post and barrel black. Her barrel are black instead of the gunmetal gray. Or right, should be the parkerized. Yeah, the parkerized gray. Yeah, but your receiver, it's full metal, so yeah, it's yeah. A, and it's a SEMA, and SEMA usually shoots pretty well. Um, pretty, they're pretty hardy rifles. So I have one that's seven years old. Me too. My yeah. AK, my AK is old as shit, and still is one of my most consistent shooters. Yeah, overall, I'd give it an eight out of ten, and then. Uh, yeah, if you were to if you were to clear coat your uh, furniture with the Rust-Oleum clear coat, uh, it would look damn near uh, close to a uh, to an original right. as far as the look goes. So yeah, if you, so you would say it comes correct enough. Yeah, it comes correct enough, and then for what was it? It was two something. Yeah, it was on. Well, a lot of guys got it on sale for two twenty. Currently, it's on. Uh, it's, it's 280, but I don't think it's map protected. The last I checked, it's not. It's not. So, like, if there's any coupons out there, there are none. There are none <laughs> right now. But I'm saying there are. Like, there's, there's a chance that you can get this on sale for 220 bucks or whatever. You know, whatever they they have it for. Um, CJ, what do you what do you use right now? You still using a GMP? Uh, yeah, I got the the GMP M16, and then I got my uh, my other. Uh, classic Army XM. Right. Yeah. Since since I'm a platoon leader, I should be the only one, one of the only few guys there with that XM one seven seven. Yeah, I know. Well, bring an XM one seven seven. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, I don't if you even are do that. Bring an M sixteen. Definitely get, definitely get the M sixteen over the the uh, XM one seven seven. They they have. Um, I think it just looks the M16 looks better too than the XM177. Well, I think it's the XM177 that they have is an A2 anyway. Yeah, and then it has the the thicker uh, handguard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it has an M4 handguard as yeah. opposed to a yeah. car handguard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at the uh, e-bike right now. The uh, it's the EGM or the EMG for 280, uh, which is the full metal. Or you have your Tokyo Marui licensed Colt for 350, and it's, and it's all polymer. Yeah, it's polymer. And it's and, and, it, and it's like, I think the 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 TMs are like three hundred and twenty FPS out of the box. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But like, TM is weird. Like it, it'll have low FPS, but like the BBs will just glide in forever. You'll have like far ass range. This the BBs are like flying slow, like just like gliding in. Yeah, yeah. Like, you almost can see them like Matrix Neo that shit. Yeah. At, you know, it's fucking. Duck I mean, if away. this was twenty years ago, that TM would be the top of the line, best in the market. Yeah, the best way to go. You know, but from the pictures, it looks like ago. the TM is. It does have all of the A one lower uh, 
I was tempted to buy it. I was. Yeah. Tempted, I'm not gonna lie. I was tempted to buy it. I have Ferrucci's. Uh, what do I have? What do I have? You seven twenty seven Ferrucci. Yeah. Yeah. I bought. I bought that. That's a TM. That it's all plastic, but it, it's nice. It's nice. It's light too. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. That's seven thirty three. It's uh, no. It's still a great shooter, even though it's probably north of what fifteen years old. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that thing is real nice. Um, I'm actually looking at the TM right now for the M16. That, yeah, I, I'm surprised I never even thought about getting one. I mean, I know I have my GMP, but you know, this is it's a very nice set piece. That's for sure. Honestly, um, I I didn't even know this EMG was coming out, and I was teetering on buying the TM, and then I saw this, I was like, nah, this is like a a no brainer to me. Mm-hmm. And I just picked the EMG over the over the uh, TM. Hmm. All right, so right. go ahead. For, you have anything else, Fuji? No, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at the Tokyo Marie right now. It's oh. just um, it's, it's a fantastic piece. I mean, e- EMG is still a great piece as well. Um, speaking of, I guess the well, last bit. How does it perform? I mean, I don't know if you've fired. I haven't yet, fired so. it yet. I haven't fired mine yet. Yeah. Uh, it shoots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I plan to do a video yeah, can, yeah. on the performance of all the the all the rifles I have. So I have this. I have a. Uh, I have a JG, I have a GMP, I have a Classic Army, and then I have the EMG right now. Um, so I plan on doing like a performance video and, and kind of like talk about the videos more. Um, I personally, I'm not like, uh, it's weird. Like I know a lot about Vietnam stuff, I guess, you know, just as much as everyone else. But like, I really don't know the weapons as much as like all of the rest of these guys or the rest of you guys. So I just go by what you say. So I probably will say like Sully and I will do the video and we can talk about it. Um, yeah. And then the yeah. video will have the highlights of all of the uh, all the components and uh, yeah. the Farb versus uh, come correct yeah. yeah parts of the rifle. Yeah, that's gonna be a project. Uh, Sully and I will work on in maybe February or something. We gotta build the hooch, man. So we have some like cool backdrop. Yeah, cool backdrop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's move on to the last part of this podcast. Like this is gonna be a short and sweet one. But this is this podcast marks the end of our second cycle of doing this podcast. So that means starting next podcast in February, that's going to be our, starting our third year of doing this podcast, which is pretty impressive that we stuck it out and we've done it. Like we, and like I think this year we were, like we were doing the count before and we're like, why are we? Why is this not the twenty fourth episode? Because then we realized we did two episodes in May. So like we've been doing more than. You know, it, like this year especially, we did uh, the Ken Ferrucci BSU. We did uh, a couple bonus episodes. So, like, I mean, we have like 30-something episodes, you know, overall. But, I mean, I don't know. I have fun doing it. It's it's great uh, to kind of talk about everything that's going on for a month. Like, and, and people, like, I guess people don't, I, I hope they realize, I don't know if they do or not. But we talk about Oregon Trail and just Bay stuff every day. It's like kind of like. This, the main topic of our circle of friends. Like, when you got, like, CJ, right? Like, think about it, man. We, we're, every day, we're talking about something with Bay. So there is stuff, like, going on behind the scenes. And I think the podcast is nice where we can kind of discuss that, you know, what's what's uh, appropriate or not, you know. But I don't know. But it's it's something good to, to have. I think um, our listeners appreciate what we do, and I think a lot of people do find it useful. Anybody? Uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Y
Yep. <laughs> I didn't get a yep. rump out of that guy. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, yeah, by the sound of these guys, you can tell they're really enthusiastic about doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. But, um, <laughs> no, it just, yeah, I mean, this year, like, it was weird. I mean, think about it. Starting in March, we had everyone on the phone for, mo- for the most part with a few, you know, a few episodes here and there where we had people uh, actually in person. Obviously, in person is a lot better than on the phone, but you know, given distance and then just uh, spreading cooties, we tried to you know keep it on the phone as much as we can. Uh, so what's in store for next year? Uh, you know, well, the next cycle of the podcast. I mean, we'll, pro- we'll probably keep it very similar to what we've been doing. Um, just helping the new guys. I really hope like a lot of the new guys to Bay do listen so we can kind of like help them and give them advice and i hope that's what like people take our our input on these episodes as is just advice and and uh other, you know other than just us talking about our events and how cool they are and how cool we are but um like i said i hope you guys take all of the advice we give and apply it to oregon trail or any other event that we do, or you know, Operation Cochise, Operation MacArthur, and Operation Junction City. So, I don't know if anyone else doesn't have anything else to input. Um, I think that's really a wrap for this podcast, guys. I don't know, CJ, you have anything to say? No, no, I'm good. All right, Ferrucci. Well, I can't wait to see you guys in March and/or April. I'm not gonna. See, I'm not gonna see you then. Until then. No, I'm saying like no for like anybody else, you know. Oh, okay. The, the listeners, the listeners. Okay, yeah. I got you, I got you uh, Fucko. Uh, come on. I know, dude. Like Casey and I went food shopping, so I'm surprised I haven't seen you around lately, man. Yeah. We have, well, we, have you know. we have freshly unopened bags of chips that you can open up. <laughs> well, all you have to do is open up the bags, and I'll be there in five minutes flat. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> just put them out on the counter. That's like Rufio. Once exactly. Rufio hears a rapper. He just, you see, here like run into the room, like, hey, what do you got there for me? I have to tell leave some dominoes on the front doorstep, and you know I'll, I'll probably be attracted to that. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right, what about so you, Sully? You got anything to add? No, I think we're good. All right. All right, guys, thanks for listening. And like I said, the next episode will uh, be on our third cycle, and I'll see you then. If you don't come correct, I'm gonna find you!